You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. You ready? Oh boy, here we go. As uh, some people call it, including my one of my brother-in-laws, it is the most exciting sports event in the history of man. <laughs> And that is the beginning, or the whole thing, really. March Madness, the men's basketball, college basketball. Play-in games, two games start tomorrow and then Wednesday, and then we get started Thursday. I would look out, a big upset, I think, could be Houston and Northern Kentucky. I'm sure a lot of people rolling their eyes right now, but that's a 16 against a one seed. Houston's the one seed, okay? And also, I was thinking, I was looking down the line at just about every team you've ever heard of is in this tournament, but one, there's always one team that everybody has to look up. And I said, I guarantee you, the the sports writers are looking it up, and it's Kennesaw State. You know, right off the bat, have you ever heard of Kennesaw State? Do you not even care about Kennesaw State, do you? You might after I tell you something. Now, this is a state university in Georgia. They have a campus in Atlanta and a campus north of Georgia in Marietta. You know who went to school there that's kind of famous? Ryan Seacrest. He went to Kennesaw State. So don't be surprised if you, you know, tune in to him and he's all Ty Pennington. Went to school there as well. Pretty interesting. And some other notable people, but... Um, Ah, here we go. It's always exciting, isn't it? Always. I just I just kind of keep up with it. That's all I do. I just kind of look and keep up. But uh, some people, boy, this is a it's a big deal. I tell you the uh, you know, the star for Duke. I did watch Duke win the ACC tournament. Um and Friday night and their big uh, star player who's a freshman by the way. He's listed as being from Middletown. But he played for a while, Minisync. So you may have heard of him. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. I can't think of his name. But he ended up, he went to Fordham Prep and all that. And I'll think of his name. It's so embarrassing in a second. Filipowski. I just couldn't have. Kyle Filipowski, seven feet tall. Waking up with a cup of Joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. Suppose I invited you to a movie about a laundromat owner undergoing a tax audit. and You'd probably stop and ask me to invite you to watch boring movies. But what if I told you the movie explores philosophy through the multiverse? The what? Same movie. Yeah, and, and it's about a stressful life. Evelyn Wang, she's got a stressful life. The IRS is hounding her, the family laundromat. She's needing to prepare food for an ever ungrateful father. Her daughter, Joy, despises her, and her husband, Wayman, is thinking of filing a divorce. And she thought it couldn't get any more stressful. She's wrong. Because suddenly, Wayman starts acting erratically. He informs her that the multiverse is real, an, even, an evil being. Known as the Jabu Tupaki is seeking to kill and destroy everything in the and including the laundromat. And Evelyn is the only one who can stop it. And that is the plot of the movie that won all the Academy Awards, or a lot of them, last night. Everything, everywhere, all at once is the name of the movie. And I wondered how many radio announcers all over the country this morning are going to be saying, 
did you go see that movie? Do you know what I'm talking about even? You know, um, it was expected to take a lot of awards because it's already taken a lot of awards. So it caught me completely by surprise, but it got Best Actress in there uh, to put on top of the Best Actress in a Supporting Role, Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Best Director, okay? All that stuff, you know. So, uh, and, and I think that's the case of the Oscars lately. The, the, the big popular movies that everybody goes to see, they're winning. They might get nominated, but they just don't seem to win anything in some movie like... What what was that? You know, but uh, it's I, I want to post the what the pub plugged in movie review people thought of it pluggedin.com, Ministry of Focus on the Family, what they think of it. Okay, because it's kind of typical of modern movies today, and that it has a lot of positive el- elements, a lot of spiritual elements in there as well too, which you know, I'll just see. I don't want to say anything. You just the thing is though, you just have to be careful. Uh, this because I saw some people like, oh, I hope this movie doesn't win. You know, it's like people are going to vote for something just because they're voting against something, and that's one of the things you really have to be careful. Amen. About, right? Yeah. What's waking up with a cup of Joe? I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The sound of life. I got something really good for you. Yeah, little note we got here. It says, I lost my job a couple of weeks ago and had been feeling a bit down. And then my grandfather passed away and it really put me into a sad state. My hairdresser texted me the other day to remind me of my appointment. And I just apologized and explained the job loss and that I needed to cancel. So sorry. I'd forgotten to give her more of a heads up. You know what she did? Are you ready? She graciously responded saying, come in anyway, I'll give you a haircut for free. (laughs) This lady said, I was so stunned by the generosity. I went in, got the pampering and the pep talk I needed. You know, there really are some lovely people in this world. (laughs) Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Getting hungry again. I'm telling you, you may be too, but I got to tell you about this place. When it first opened, it only featured Italian nanas. Of course. I mean, you're like, well, what's unusual about that around here? Well, they're grandmothers. So that's a little bit unusual. Now the roster includes grandmothers from Sri Lanka, Azerbaijan, Trinidad, Syria, Japan, and beyond. Dominican Republic, I know, is one of them. They said, we're not chefs. We're grandmothers sharing our culture. (sighs) Could there be anything better than that, you know? We've always joked about that, right? And grandmas, they're cooking, and especially the Italians. This happens to be in Staten Island. Maybe you've heard of it. I'll give you the name. It's called Inotissa Maria's. I probably butchered the name. I'm not sure. Just checking it out here. The idea is that no one cooks a more heartful and better meal than a grandmother. And it's home to a rotating cast of grandmothers. They're not there all at once, you understand. It's just a specialty of a particular night. Inoteca. It must be Inoteca Maria's. Okay, Inoteca Maria's. I get there. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm learning. But I can't even imagine. I mean, when when somebody visited to do an article about them, they were making lasagna, meatball, rabbit, so much fish. Wow. <laughs> I know some people that would really be like, 
Ooh, that would just about be heaven right there. It's amazing. And you meet people from all over the place, of course, because, as you know, New York City is one of the most diverse places in the world. It's amazing. Now, the thing is, it's given an opportunity to people like one of the grandmas, gr- gr- grief-striven. She had no business plan, no experience, never even worked in a restaurant. No idea what I was doing, and so it just kind of unfolded, the lady that started. And Oteca Maria's. Wow. Opened the kitchen. I guess it was a man that opened the kitchen. Opened the restaurant at first. And the Nanas, right, were offering to cook and stuff. It's amazing. Uh, and they just, you talk about somebody that's appreciative and for and grateful. Said Like, everybody's kissing me and everything. Everything is glad. And food made with love. Can you beat that? Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I've stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentence doing. The sound of life. Speaking of basketball, playing games, two playing games tomorrow, two Wednesday, Thursday, March Madness, and it's really madness this year. So I wanted to say that uh, I, I, that Jim Boheim announced his retirement at Syracuse University, men's basketball coach. And he is uh, that era that's old school, really. You know, he came there. You know how long he's been there? I was blown away. 47 years. His son has gone through the program, and so it was probably like, okay, you know, we go. But uh, congratulations, Jim Boheim. Turns out he's a really nice guy with a sense of humor. And all these years that I was rooting for the Atlantic Coast Conference teams, you know, Duke, Carolina, NC State, and all them, playing against Syracuse and good teams, I always thought he you know i didn't think so highly of him but but now i do but you know some coaches recently have retired that have been there just for you know 30 what was uh mike shashevsky a dude was he like 35 years or something not that they were successful every year but they were successful in the things that they did the program that they did and i was kind of thinking of this family that Probably nobody would know about it if somebody hadn't made a video. Their daughter, I think, got a hold of uh, of the video, and you know they're they're past the era of when they did this, but they they were concerned about their kids. Well, I'll let them tell it to you really quick. Just remember the the term feast days. All right. So the daughter is kind of interviewing the parents. What what did you guys do? Talk about the feast days, which was a huge part of our life. Well, we believe life is to be celebrated. So on Saturday nights, as our kids began to become teenagers, we were thinking, we don't want them just out carousing on Saturday nights, getting up to all sorts of stuff. So we said, let's make Saturday nights at home so good that they wouldn't want to go anywhere. And they managed it, actually. And we did. So we had Saturday night, feast night. We said you can invite any friends over you want. And 20 plus people. We can invite all the, any friends you want, but you got to be home. Well, in, the, in, the, in the Gospels, Jesus ate over 30 times with people. Gathering around a table is an act of fellowship, forgiveness, and intimacy. So we would have a real effort made on Saturday nights to have a family feast. Hospitality. Yeah is life-changing. Isn't that something? You're Nana right now. Your Italian Nana's going, I told you I was right. <laughs> You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the sound of life. The Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.